Pastor Jonathan Still, welcome to my Heart 45 Class Rock Podcast. On this episode, we're discussing the Beatles. First, we'll be giving a brief history, then we're going to talk about each album. So thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you all enjoy, and let's get started. Start off this episode, I'd first like to introduce the band members. We have John Lennon on the keyboard and the guitar. We have Paul McCartney on the bass, George Harrison also on the guitar. We have Ringo Starr on the drums and percussion. They're considered one of the greatest bands of all time. They're all from Liverpool, England. They built their reputation by playing in small clubs in Liverpool and Hamburg. Brian Epstein, their manager, molded them to professional acts. They went through a number of drummers, including Pete Best, before asking Ringo Starr to join in 1962. They're pioneers in recording, songwriting, and artistic presentation. They were written in Skyfall Beat in 1950s rock and roll. George Martin, their producer, guided and developed their recordings, including their first hit, Love Me Do, which was produced in late 1962. By early 1964, the Beatles were leading the British invasion of the United States pop market, breaking numerous songs and records. They were also influential in the 1960s counterculture movement and played an important role in that. They soon made their debut album, A Hard Day's Night, in 1964. From 1965 onwards, they produced albums with greater complexity, including albums such as Rubble Soul in 1965 and Revolver in 1966, and Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club in 1967. They enjoyed further commercial success with the White Album, which was released in 1968, and Abbey Road in 1969. They also had a greater public interest in psychedelia drugs and Eastern spirituality. After the group's breakup in 1970, they further enjoyed success as individual artists. Lennon was shot and killed in 1980, and George Harrison died of a lung cancer in 2001, and Rio Sarr and Paul McCartney remain musically active. The Beatles are the greatest selling music actors of all time. They won seven Grammy Awards, including four Brit Awards. In 1968, they found out Apple Corpse, which was a multimedia corporation that continues to oversee projects related to their success. They were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1988, and Time Magazine named them among 20th century most important 100 people. Now that I gave a brief history of their bands, I'm also going to talk about each album starting from first to last, and starting off with a music trivia question. So here's a question. What was the last song that John Lennon played for a paying audience? The answer after this music break. I hope you all enjoyed that music break. The answer to the trivia question is I saw her standing there. Now let's go into talking about each album starting from first to last. The first album on our list is Please Please Me. Released on March 22nd, 1963. By Phone Records, which was their label at the time. Produced by George Martin. Aside from releasing already two singles, the Beatles recorded most of their 
album, Please Please Me, in one long recording session. Martin added overdubs to Misery and Baby and Chief. In 2012, Please Please Me was voted number 39 on top of words for 100 albums. For the second album, we have With the Beatles. It was released on November 22nd, 1963. Exactly eight months after Please Please Me was released. After the group's breakup in 1978, Jordan further commercial success. Linda was shot and killed in 1980, and George Harrison died of a lung cancer in 2001. Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney remain musically active. The Beatles are the best-selling music act of all time. With an estimated sales of 600 million units worldwide, the band received seven Grammy Awards and four Brit Awards. They were inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1988. Now I'd like to go ahead and talk about each album starting from first to last. But first, a music break and a trivia question. Here's the question What was the last song that John Lennon played for a playing audience? Hopefully I enjoyed that music break. The answer to the trivia question is I saw her standing there. Now let's go into talking about each album starting from first to last. 
The first album that we have on our list is Please Please Me. It was released on March 22nd, 1963. Produced by George Martin. The band recorded this album in mostly one long take. The album topped the charts for 30 weeks. On February 20th, Martin added overdubs to Misery and Baby It's You. Moving along, we have With the Beatles, 1963. Released on March 22nd by Parlophone Records. The album features eight original compositions. The album cover was taken by Robert Freeman, which has since then been mimicked by several groups. The album's tracks were unevenly split with Meet the Beatles and the Beatles' second album. It was number 420 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. Which brings us to our next album, which is A Hard Day's Night. It's their third album, released by Parlophone Records on July 10th, 1964. A Hard Day's Night was mostly written by John Lennon and Paul McCartney. This album produced two hit singles, A Hard Day's Night and Can't Buy Me Love. Moving along, we have The Beatles for Sale, which is the next album on our list. It was released on December 4th, 1964 by Parlophone Records, although it wasn't available for sale in the U.S. until 1987. There's also two hit singles on this album called I Feel Fine and She's a Woman. Now I'd like to take a little music break and a trivia question. Here's a question. Who was the first Beatle to cross Abbey Road? The answer after this music break.
Hope you all enjoy that music. Birthday answer to the trivia question is John Lennon was the first Beatles across Abbey Road. Now back to the albums. The next album on our list is Help. It's the fifth studio album by Beatles, and their soundtrack to the film of the same name. It was released on August 6, 1965. Seven of the 14 songs, including singles, Help, and Tickets to Ride appeared in the film, and took up the first side of the vinyl album. The second side included Yesterday, the most covered song ever written. The album was met with favorable critic reviews and topped the Australian, German, UK, and US charts. During the recording sessions for the album, the Beatles explored the studio multi-tracking capabilities for their layer to their sound. Yesterday features a string quartet, the band's first use of the Boroke sensibilities and you got to a higher level way, it includes a flute section. In North America, the release is a true soundtrack album, combining the first seven songs with instrumental music from the film. It was nominated in the category for the Album of the Year at the 1966 Grammy Awards, making the first time a rock band had been recognized by this category. In 2000, it was 119th in the third edition of Colin Larkin's book, All Time Top 1000 Albums. In 2020, it was ranked number 266 on the Rolling Stone magazine's list of greatest 500 albums of all time. Help was certified platinum record sold since 1994. Next song on our list is Rubber Soul. It's a 16 new album by the Beatles. It was released on December 3rd, 1965 in the UK by Parlophone Records. This album was accompanied by the non-album double A side single Day Tripper. We can work it out. The original North American release issued by Capitol Records. Contains 10 of the 14 songs and two tracks withheld from the band's help album. Rubber Soul met with a highly favorable critical response and top sales charts in Britain and the United States for several weeks. The recording sessions took place in London over a four week period beginning in October 1965. For the first time in their career, the band were able to record an album free of concert, radio film commitments. It's often referred to as a folk rock album, particularly in its capital configuration Rubber Soul incorporates a mix of pop, soul, and folk music styles. The album was six times platinum by the RIAA. In 2013, Rubber Soul was certified platinum by the BPI for UK sales in 1994. Moving along, we have Yesterday and Today. Also rendered as Yesterday and Today and part of the original packaging. It's the ninth studio album by Capitol Records and 12th American release overall. It was released on June 15, 1966. The album contained songs that Capitol had withheld from its configuration of the band's recent EMI albums, along with songs that the group had released elsewhere on non-album singles. Among its 11 tracks are songs from the EMI albums Help and Rover Soul. Yesterday and Today is remembered primarily for the controversy surrounding its original cover image. It was known as a bitcher cover. It was taken by photographer Robert Wattaker and shows being dressed in white coats and covered in decapitated baby dolls and pieces of raw meat. Although the photo was intended to be part of larger critiquing the adulation afforded by the Beatles, the band members insisted it was a statement against the Vietnam War. The LP was withdrawn and the cover replaced with a shot of the band posed around a steamer truck. Having been deleted from Capitol's catalog in 1986, Yesterday and today was reissued on a CD in 2014. The next album is Revolver. 
which is the seventh single album by the Beatles. It was released on August 5th, 1966. It's accompanied by the double A side single Eleanor Rigby and Yellow Submarine. That one was the Beatles' final recording project before the retirement as live performers and marked the group's most over studio technology to date. Building on the advances of the late 1965 release, Robert Soul, as some of the greatest albums, the most innovative albums in the history of popular music. With recognition centered on its range of musical styles, diverse sounds, and lyrical content. The Beatles recorded Revolver after taking a three-month break at the start of 1966. And during the period when Lennon was fading as the era's cultural capital, regarded by some commentators as the start of the group's psychedelic period, the songs reflect their interest in the drug LSD, Eastern philosophy, and the event garde, while addressing themes such as death and transcendence from material concerns. With no place for reproducing any material in concert, the band made real world use of automatic double tracking, various speed, reverse tapes, and close audio. Among his TriStar Tamara never knows. Incorporating heavy Indian drone and a college of tapes, loops, Eleanor Ruby, a song about loneliness, featured a string octet and his only musical backing, Love You Too, a foray of Hinduism and classical music. Among his TriStar Tamara never knows. Incorporating heavy Indian drone and a collage of tape loops, Eleanor Rigby, a song about loneliness featuring a string octet as its only musical backing in Love You Too, a foreign to Hinduism classical music. The sisters are produces an album single, Paperback Rider, Backed with Rain. In the United Kingdom, the album's 14 tracks were gradually distributed to radio stations in the weeks before its release. In North America, Revolver was released 11 songs by Capitol Records with the omitted three appearing on June 1966 LP, Yesterday and Today. The release there coincided with the Beatles' last and final concert tour, and the controversy surrounding John Lennon's remark that the band had become more popular than Jesus. Revolver has surpassed Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band, a mini curtain's estimation of the Beatles' best album. It was ranked top 1,000 albums and third in 2003-2012, Editions of Rolling Stones magazine list of 500 greatest albums of all time. It's certified double platinum by the BPR and five times platinum by RIAA. Speaking of Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club band, that brings us to their next album, which it was released on May 26, 1967. This album spent weeks at number one on the record retailer chart in the United Kingdom and 15 weeks at number one on Billboard's top LPs chart in the United States. Its release was a defining moment in 1960s pop culture, heralding the summer of love while the album's reception achieved full cultural legitimization of pop music and recognition for the medium as a genuine art form. Recording was completed on 21st of April. The cover, which depicts the Beatles posing in front of a tableau of celebrities and historical figures, was designed by pop artists Peter Blake and Jan Haworth. Now let's go on our last and final music break for the trivia question. Here's the question. Who was the first Beatles to get married?
The answer to the music question is John Lennon was the first Beatle to get married. About to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. At the end of August 1966, the Beatles permanently retired from touring and pursued individual interests for the next three months. During a return fight to London in November, Paul McCartney had an idea for a song following five single in February 1967 and left off the LP. Sgt. Pepper is regarded as musicologist as an early concept album that advanced the roles of sound composition extended for psychedelic imagery, record sleeves, and the producing popular music. It's considered one of the first art rock LPs, the pro-generator produced rock in the state of the album era. In 1968, it won four Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year, the first rock LP to receive its honor. In 2003, it was inducted to the National Recording Registry by the Library of Congress and top several critics and listeners' polls for the best album of all time, including those published by Rolling Stone magazine. Everybody's one of the best-selling albums of all time and the UK's best-selling studio album with more than 32 million copies sold worldwide as of 2011. The next album is The Beatles, also known as White Album. It's their ninth studio album, released on November 22, 1968. At the end of May 1968, The Beatles returned to EMI Studios to commence recording sessions that last until mid-October. After a series of various problems, including the producer George Martin taking an unannounced holiday. Ringo Starr left the band two weeks afterwards. The album has been 24 times certified platinum by the RIAA. This brings us down to the last two albums, which is Yellow Submarine, released on January 13, 1969. The album only contains six songs. Yellow Submarine reached top five in the UK, and U.S. starts. And now finally we have our last song, which is Abbey Road, released on September 26, 1969. It was an immediate commercial success with the hit singles, Something and Come Together. The album has been ranked one of the Beatles' best-selling albums, including a multi-platinum certification by the RIAA. Thanks for tuning into my podcast. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. Be sure to stay tuned in for the next episode, which we'll be talking about the easy top. Yeah, I hope you next time. I'm out.